Are those stalactites or stalagmites, Jay? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Imperial Schools of Honor podcast. I am Josh Folan. And I am Jay Backstrand. And I am Jeff Burns. And we're going to be bullshitting about the formative years of console gaming as we revisit the periodicals that covered it again. We are plotting onward in an RPG side quest series here where we incrementally fiddle with an old school RPG start to finish with the assistance of the video game literature of antiquity that is associated with it. We are currently aiming to take chaos out back to the woodshed in Square's 1990 release of Final Fantasy on the Nintendo Entertainment System. The current accompanying game mag for us on this is the official pack-in instruction manual for the game, an 80-page Tome, titled <laughs> Tome, what are you book. saying? That's crazy. <laughs> and the link to a PDF of that will be in the show notes for the duration of the quest. Emulation disclosure, so you know the tools with which we are undertaking our quest to defeat chaos. Jay, how are you playing the game? I am playing the game with the old school NES controller via the uh, USB port on my PC. Jam? Uh, NES Topia keyboard controls. I am rolling on OG hardware with my trusty NES Advantage piped in through old Uncle Ted's NES satellite. Mm. Please rate and review the pod if you enjoy our shit. It helps. last thing we did in episode two or for episode two was returning the uh, returning to the Northwest Castle to topple Astos and uh, I guess we were giving him the crown and getting in turn uh, Matoya's crystal so coming out of there the first thing we wanted to do was return to Matoya's cave and give her that crystal the prince needs herb I'll trade the most dank sticky powerful herb to get my crystal back (laughs) oh I can see (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is what she says when you speak to her with the crystal in tow. And yes, I added a couple extra adjectives in there, but with or without those, she is talking exactly like a drug addict on the TV show Cops Talks. <laughs> like a, like a, a flashlight shining in their face, wide-eyed as fuck, babbling incoherently. That's exactly how. Glassy-eyed. Yeah, like no explanation for why they're there, what they're doing. <laughs> You're in this cave. What, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but now you do have the herb. And does anybody know a gas station around here I can score some swishers from? So you take that back to the Castle of Elf, and there's not much different here, but you return to the bedside attendant where next to the prince, and this attendant says, Oh, this herb will release the prince from Astos's curse. Look, he is waking. And then you can turn and speak to the prince. And he says, is this a dream? Are you the light warriors? Is this for real? (laughs) Which which doesn't, I don't know, is is this for real does not sound in the syntax of the way that people speak in this game. So it's like a little moment, I don't know, uh, of breaking the fourth wall to me. It's not not in in line with how... Yeah, a little bit. It's not like the vocabulary would have been difficult to find. Don't ask me to do it right now, but... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I had a bu- if I was on the writing team for a video game and I had months to do this, I'm sure I could come up with something better. Yeah, is this for real? Or you never know. Maybe it's like, you know, I feel like every now and again this game intentionally does that too. So I feel like they maybe pepper that in as, you know, 
uh, not so inadvertently at times. Maybe he originally said something like, is this real life? Is this just fantasy? And they were like, no, we can't have a, <laughs> a reference in there. Just any, literally anything else will do. So he finishes up, so as legend says, I give you the Mystic Key. And now you have that, which is a really nice come up for this video game. And many of the castle inhabitants flip their script to gushing praise for waking their boy up. But other than that, uh, there aren't really any dialogue changes after he is awake. have the Mystic Key, we can go on the Mystic Key Tour, which is a kind of more of a treasury pilfering crime spree than, than anything else. You're just visiting <laughs> the places that you have skipped over as you've played up to this point in the game and rifling through their goods and emptying <laughs> their treasure chests out, which is, I don't know, whatever. The Castle of the Elf comes first, at least if you're at all uh, an, an efficiency enthusiast, since you're already there. And in that treasury, we have a silver hammer. 730 gold and copper gauntlets, which is all useless shit for the frat bros. But well, yeah, you both have a white mage, right? I oh, do yeah. not. I do. I absolutely was so excited to have that. I was like, whoa, he's got actually a weapon he can use? Let's go. Right. Yeah, oh, that's nice. right. I forgot. Like, So the, the party that we originally play, that we normally played when we were young, it was fighter, black belt, white mage, black mage. <laughs> Usually. Yeah, and yeah, I forgot that that's actually a, a, a pretty decent come up for your white mage. For sure, for sure. Like, yeah. can't use. He went from yeah, like, we're, no like, damage to like a lot now. <laughs> right, to like and actual that's, And that's not damage. available to you yet as a purchase, so that's, you know. Yep. That's a big, big thing. From there, I went to the Northwest Castle, because it's also just dealing with proximity here. And in the treasury there, we have the Falcon, the Power Staff, and the Iron Gauntlets. And the Falcon is an upgrade over the Sabres for the bros, Ooh, the yeah. frat bros, and, and Brad lucked into that one. So that was a really nice thing to, to have happen. And after staring at all those boring all-white Sabres in battle forever, the Falcon was a welcome bit of variance because it's got this like curved blade with pink accents to it. So it looks much cooler, I think, than the Sabres do, which was nice. Mm. And the probably the, the silver hammer is that it's like blue, is it not? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like the silver sword, like they're all blue. So it's right. it's like a nice little visual yep. there. Yep, for sure. And yeah, that's again we've talked about it already, but that's just such a cool thing. One of the many just little enjoyable nuances this game has going on with it, just giving you something different to look at and what you know could be could very you could very easily relegate those battle things to just like just you know like Ultima. Every one of them's the fucking same. Right. You play that game for fifty <laughs> hours and literally every battle looks exactly the fucking same, yeah. and that's terrible. So it's good to not do that in an RPG. The if the the in in this room if you uh, if you're dumb enough to step right up to the front of the chest like I was when I first walked in here the falcon chest is guarded by images which is a uh, and then we'll talk about later so I forgot to do the the sidestep thing have you been caught I, I guess Jay's probably the better one to ask this have you been caught slipping on any of those Jay like do you think to try to walk to the side yet or 
Oh, I definitely do. I always try to, but it, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out that way. You know, (laughs) sometimes you slip up and you see that treasure chest, you just go for it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I think I imagine my logic was like, this is a, you know, this is a benign environment. I don't need to worry about that. (laughs) Nope. Or I'm feeling OP and it's like, you know what? I'm going to smash whatever's there. And sometimes whatever it is, still a battle. Because of the Mars cave, I am always fearful it's going to be wizards, and I can't. I still can't deal with them. So, <laughs> oh man, oh man, your experience that's, is that, so different. <laughs> yeah, and that's actually the, the that's a, a talking point here on the next one, which is the Mars cave, is, is where I return to next again, dealing with proximity, and the so it's you know the that third level, the entire bottom row where the locked, the locked rooms. So I go down there, and start trying to get through these. And yes, every one of the chests in these rooms is guarded by wizard battles. <laughs> so, as, as if it wasn't bad enough the first time. Right, exactly. So yeah, I would have to circle back on these some later time, which I still have not done. Uh, and uh, God, and you would have found that out by like actually like resetting, actually dying, right? I, yeah, no, yes, I died, yes. I, oh, try, I, try. I, think, I think when I went down, yeah, I, I went down here... The first one I looked in had a, a thousand twenty gold, and I got through. I think I had one death in that, mm. and then when I in that battle, I mean, and then when I tried to go to the next one, I think the, I think I started in the bottom right corner, and when I tried to move over to the the one next to it to the left, <laughs> I got waxed entirely. But uh. I, I think I got lucked into two wizards for the first one, and the the latter the second battle had three or four, and I just couldn't, with, especially with only three people at that point. Hang, Can't so. hang right. So yeah, so did you guys actually empty those out? <laughs> I thought I did. I mean, yeah, I I thought I went back and and cleared them all out. I mean, based on you know, I think a, a post you did made it seem like you had a weapon I had not seen. So maybe I missed one. But yeah, I I, I thought I think I oh that was the up. power staff in the the northwest castle. That was that was what we were talking about on Facebook. And that's oh. in yeah, that's in northwest castle. Oh, northwest castle. I'm gonna. No, I gotta do go. I gotta go double check now. Like, how did <laughs> yeah. I miss that? Like, <laughs> uh, well, I'm I, guessing if you guys don't recall anything in the March Cave, then or Jab, were you gonna say? No, I mean, I I did go back. The only thing I'll say is that I think I mentioned to you guys on the te- on the group chat that I was that like once because like you know this is not at all a, a very serious playthrough for me. So I was like, yeah, like because I never we never as kids we never went back to the Marsh Cave. Why would I go back to that blood pressure inducing? Uh, Right. shithole so i was like yeah i'm gonna go back and actually clear the place out i didn't know it was down there and it was nothing special i mean it was right. like you and you know what the marsh, the the marsh that... cave once again becomes a trap for you <laughs> yeah the it, it's the reason we didn't go back is almost like if there was anything in there the strategy guide would have told us and we would have went back so that right you know if i got some dank kind of... sword for my fighter yeah i'm going back right but so i'm not going back for chest full of 630 gold from there, I headed up to the Caneria treasury. Caneria. And in there, we have the silver dagger, uh, which uh, that's probably good for the black mage. Yeah, the dagger Who you talking works to? for him. Jay. I do. Yeah, I do have that. All right. So, yeah, that's probably a nice come up for that. Uh, there was another saber in there, which is fucking useless. Iron staff, also pretty useless. The TNT, which is an important quest item. And an iron shield and iron armor. And the last one of these is also on this continent, the Temple of Fiends. And in here, the was a heel, the cabin, which I actually didn't get my things in the first 
whatever. So uh, first trip up here. So all four of them. We have heel cabin, a soft, and then the weir sword. And I got that. And I was thinking, like, ooh, I think that's one that the fucking thieves can Maybe use. Maybe I can sneak it in. <laughs> right. No, no, no. That's a, It's ninjas only on that. So the weir sword was of no benefit. Because it was actually, that was one of the ones that Al on the Facebook page was talking about. Was like, he like listed off the things that were would be good for the the frat bros. Mm. You know, that, that party, that things that could actually be helpful weapon-wise. And that was one of the ones he listed. So I was extra excited when I got it. I was like, ooh, that's one of the things Al said. No, no. no. need to be a... You do the class change first. Bummer. The were you guys able to use the weir sword for anything? Not at all. Not at no, all. Yeah. No, yeah, mine. I'm, I'm thorough with the weapon checking and couldn't use any of this. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. I. I. Uh, the silver sword is still still uh, king for me. Word. Word. So now that you have the TNT, you can return to the Dwarf Cave, and this also is a treasure room, and it has lots of shit. This is a big one. So in here we have a cabin, an iron helmet, the dragon sword, another silver dagger, a wooden helmet, silver armor, which is fucking huge. That's expensive as fuck. And 575, if you can use it, of course, (laughs) and 575 (laughs) gold. And the dragon sword actually is thief-enabled, so holly fucking Louie on that. It was a, from the saber... It was a six damage and a ten hit percentage jump over that, and I bestowed that onto uh, Tatarino. Nice. And it's also also has a different battle sprite. It's a green sword, and it's a fucking rim wrecker compared to the saber. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was actually able to with between that and the falcon, I was able to get two of my guys off that fucking saber train I'd been on for quite some quite some time, and it was a big upgrade to my offensive. Shit, I'm assuming the dragon sword also is no benefit to either of you. No benefit nope. to me. The red mage can't use that, Jay. Nope. Trust no. me, I checked. <laughs> Every <laughs> single. Yeah. Useless. I was like, man, this looks so you're cool. Still, what, like I want to try it out. Still silver swords then for you? Yep, still silver swords. Right. Uh, Jay, getting man. the man. Hold on, that sucked. What? My bad. What? I just blasted NES music in my ear when I was trying to just take mm-hmm. a look. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we couldn't hear it don't worry about it <laughs> so yeah so getting that silver armor inspired me i was like you know what because it's, it's so fucking it costs so damn much to buy so i was like what i should probably start planning for my class change you know and if i get things that i can use when i do change classes i should probably start stockpiling if they're expensive start stockpiling them and sure enough the silver armor is something the ninjas can use so i stash that instead of selling it, you know, mm. um, when, when these dildos actually get lit. So that was a, you know, little strategy thing that I've never thought about having to do before in this game. So semi-interesting and a dumb, annoying thing I noticed while pilfering this treasure room, they restart the music cue every time you open a chest. <laughs> so yeah. it, if you're quickly pilfering eight chests in a row like this, it sounds like your Wu-Tang CD is scratched, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah, I forgot uh, about that. Yeah, I noticed that it's so jarring when it happens. Yep, yeah. So in here we have Narek, who we, we spoke to on our first visit, and Narek is patiently awaiting the TNT in his Hall of Seclusion. And when you walk up to him and, and, and bestow this upon him, he says, Oh, wonderful. Nice work. Yes, yes, indeed. This TNT is just what I need to finish my canal. Now excuse me while I get to work. And I thought it was of note that he mentioned it as his canal, <laughs> which is a very, you know, 
I don't know, uh, you know, the the famous architect with the ego, you know, this is my skyscraper. He's going to charge a, a toll to get through there? Like, what's, what's he, going on? Yeah, he might. He probably wishes he could. Yeah, because no dwarves that, are known for their love of gold, so yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. As well, he yeah, he does not set up a toll booth or anything. He just disappears and nothing else happens. And, I, you know, I kind of, you know, there's... I don't know. There's, li- there's so many little things this game does. This is one I think they kind of missed the fucking boat on. I wish there was like a huge boom, or you know, at the very least, if not some kind of environmental change. Because like you know, the, up on the overall map, that little that tile is now gone. But down here, nothing changes. Like the the you know that that hallway that's a dead end just stays that way. And even even once you go back outside and come back, it has not changed. So mm-hmm. I you know it's kind of to me a little bit disappointing. I think they could have done a little bit more role play effort there. But, yeah, when you go upstairs, or outside, rather, and hop in your ship and sail to the western edge of the Aldi Sea, that little tiny single tile of land that was there now just south of the Dwarf Cave and was gatekeeping you from getting out into the rest of the overworld map is gone, and you can now go global. So, you buzz outside of that, and the first thing you're going to pass, and almost uh, almost certainly is the town of Melmond. And it is on a small peninsula just to the northwest of the canal. And it's just like barely beyond a large swamp that otherwise dominates the landmass, which is, of course, not ideal. <laughs> you think <laughs> as far as env- environments go for uh, a city or a town. And I would say this one is easily my favorite in the game. Uh, and, and that is probably because it is such a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, there, there are desert tiles uh, everywhere kind of signifying the rotting earth thing that we've heard about and the clinic is completely destroyed and there are fucking gravestones everywhere. <laughs> Which, everywhere. Like, it's the worst job of cemetery planning in the history of cemetery planning. <laughs> it sounds like they had to plan on the fly, man. Right. Sure, but, yeah. sure, but like the idea of just putting it everywhere, like, you know, that you it, it's a disaster scenario. So you know they would be doing a half-assed job of actually burying these bodies if, if they're dying at any sort of, like, really accelerated rate. So I'm sure it would smell rank as fuck and totally fuck up the farming ability. And not to mention, it's just fucking depressing to see headstones any and everywhere you look all day, every day. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. Like, go out to the swamp, fucking, I don't know, do something else than just burying them literally everywhere and anywhere in the town. I think would have been a better decision to me. But well, one of the major problems that uh, populations experiencing famine have is that the living don't actually have the calories to expend to bury the dead. Yeah, that's well, that's why I said it'd be shitty. So that they, they literally be, do not have the energy to dig a hole. Right. So it would be all the more reason to just go stack them out in the in the swamp or something. Put them on a cart and get the last horse that hasn't died of famine. <laughs> to carry a lot of faith in that horse. There. there are some standing functional buildings in which you can do your business in this town though the end is still a hundo there's no clinic no item shop but we do have a weapon stand that has an iron staff at 200 it has the saber and falcon both at 450 which is weird because the falcon as i mentioned is an upgrade over the saber and clearly kind of has the same you know, if the fucking thief can use it, pretty much anyone can. <laughs> so, the, as far as, like, the actual weapon wielders go. So, there's no, like, I don't know. I just don't see why it's not, there's not some economic difference between the two. And then we also have the longsword at 450. So, 
I was actually able to cop Falcons for the other two saber wielders and completely get sabers out of my life, which was nice. So now you're kind of like an offensive uh, powerhouse. <laughs> yeah, total juggernaut. Total juggernaut. <laughs> the no, those the, the, there are still enemies, bosses even where the those things will do just one damage still. So it, it uh, was not enough of a significant upgrade. Yeah, it's like oh, you get the that. you get the upgrade on the you know on the on the on the stats and the weapon and like yeah, the enemies just have a corresponding upgrade with their defense. So right, right. You know, fuck yep. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, still a fucked party for sure. Uh, I'm guessing none of those. Yeah, those none of those be anything to you guys. The armor shop is steel armor at an ungodly forty five thousand. That's actually what I was thinking of. The silver armor is expensive too, but it's not as bad as that. I was thinking of the steel armor. Uh, did you get that yet? Oh you yeah, actually, either one of you. You both have fighters. Oh yeah, yeah. I, that's like I, I had all the money in the world from level raising and not really spending a lot of money in the first place. So yeah, I bought that. That was literally the first thing I did because it's. Arguably the best weapon or armor in the game. Yeah. Oh, I definitely, definitely grinded for that one. So, yeah. for sure. And you notice like an the... actual increase in your defensive abilities. Like your fighter becomes kind of a beast. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, just, I was guessing, Eats damage. Around. At this part of the game, it's going to be particularly big. <clears throat> um, big effect. Uh, they have silver bracelets for sale here at 5K, and those are nice for. For the frat bros, I was able to upgrade from my copper ones, and they have an iron noggin shell at 450, and a cop and copper and iron gauntlets both at 2750 respectively. The yeah, the the silver bracelet it goes from it's an 11 point absorb jump, no evade change on, on but that's a pretty big absorb absorption mm. um, upgrade over the copper. So do do nice. we know how those stats work exactly? Like. I want to get excited about that, but I feel like it's probably just like bad programming and doesn't actually do anything. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know them to be broken in a, you know, yeah, these things, like you I mean, like you mentioned with your steel armor, like it, it affects the damage you're taking. So, I mean, yeah, absorb without question is not broken and I'm guessing evade doesn't either, but yeah, I mean, absorb would, is, is, is an absorption of the damage that is actually inflicted upon you on hits. And then evade is of course your, your evasion. Uh, your the miss chance, you know. Mm. Oh my gosh, the number of times that you're concerned about something working in this game or being broken, oh, it's broken every time. is very concerning. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> fucked up. I mean, it, it, honestly, you know, one could argue that that is a testament to how great of a game it is. That so many things could be fucked up in it behind the scenes, and it's still enjoyable, fun, and revered. You know. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still buying every single upgrade. Like it until I hear otherwise from you guys. I'm. If it's an upgrade, I'm getting it. Yeah, with I mean, Jeb, correct me if I'm wrong, with the I don't think the the weapons and armor are not broke in the statistical sense. There are just some that don't do the elemental effects that they are supposed to. That oh, is my really? understanding. Like lightning yeah. doesn't like Right, yeah, like you know, the, the, the ice sword does not affect fire in the way that it should, and you know, vice versa. So, which and, is and, like and, not, and, and that's not uniform. I think I, I believe it's just uh, in certain instances with certain items. It's not. It's not the entire elemental effect pool. You know, it's just some of them don't work. So, got it. Yeah, that's not. I wouldn't worry about that. The spells is where you get. I mean, you get, it's kind of a hit or miss. Who the fuck knows? Kind of, <laughs> kind of thing. It's where you get fucked. Turning our attention to that very topic, the White Hocus Pocus store has level 5 joints at 8k a pop. We have Cure 3, 
And it's still only one ally, shittily, but it does, of course, heal more than two. And life revives the slain, which is hot, of course. That's very hot. Uh, not having to dick around with the... Uh, well, especially with not having a clinic in town. Right. You know, like, yeah. you got to go all the way back to Canaria, which actually can be kind of fucked up. I mean, I'm not experiencing these problems because of the way that I'm playing the game. But, like, yeah, for your first-time player who doesn't really know what they're doing, oof. Inconvenience, for sure. Yeah, you yeah. die no, in the I have Earth to... Cave, like, holy... It, 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 like, slowly dawns on you, like, holy fuck. Yeah, That'll go load a corpse onto a this. ship, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, even, yeah, I mean, because I, you know, I have my, my no-item shop here either, so my, you know, the way I heal... Oh, is God. that really really tedious fucked up way right. and i can't even do my potion buys here i have to go yeah back to canary or something so not convenient they have harm three as well and that is a whole party uh wasting of the undead and we have heal two as well and that's a whole party cure that is better than the um first installment of course we have black magic as well, and this one ha- also a K pop, of course. And we have fire three, and this is a whole party fire damage to the fucking max. <laughs> and we have bane, which is an attack with poison smoke to the whole party. So that's a, a poison effect essentially. And you know, go look at jab. I'm assuming you probably have looked at it too. The the I don't know if it's the. I think it's the Final Fantasy wiki or something. It's, when you Google enemies and shit for this final NES Final Fantasy, mm. the website that is first returned mm. is you know has those um, for the, for their best area. It has like a that little row of colors, you know, and like they can either be uh, can have a square around them that's either red, green, or gray, mm. and it's essentially the key for what they are susceptible to. Uh, resistant against or has no effect, basically. So, like, red means they are resistant, green means they are weak, they have a weakness for it, and then gray, of course, means whatever. And there's, like, I think it's eight of them, you know? So you have, like, poison, you have the the quake, you have the fucking, uh, like, the rub, or just, like, instant death. It's like, basically, every enemy has the, that, that, like, option set. And I, I never thought about it like that until looking at that website like fire ice like the elementals of course but i never thought about like poison effects and stuff like that like each enemy having its own weakness and resistance to any kind of damage you know mm. which is so much more in line with like the dungeons and dragons mentality you know what i mean yeah and i don't know i, I just never thought of it un- until i started pulling up shit yeah, well, I think like I, th- I think the problem with it is like as we were just talking about, I think that a lot of the enemies are broken to some of the right, some of the you know the uh, the, the various elementals. So like, I don't think first off, I think poison susceptibility like as an attribute or resistance is only for the spell of bane, if I'm not mistaken. Right, yeah, there's no weapons that do that, is there? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think so. And then, yeah. like, Quake, I feel like is, like, I feel like most enemies are immune to it. So, like, now you're down to the six of the eight that you're already talking about. You're talking about fire, lightning, ice. Those all work right. fine. So, yeah, I, I I, I never noticed that necessarily on the screen, but, like, I've always just been kind of aware, at least on the NES version, because I know they fixed a lot of this in, like, the PlayStation version, that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, most of this shit, the enemies are just, like, Either they're immune to, or frankly, like while you're trying to kill this thing with Bane, your fighter could just be killing it. Right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I guess that. Yeah, we didn't do that for the white magic. Jay, which one did you skip? Oh, right. 
So for white magic, I know I definitely have heal. I mean, not heal. I definitely have life for sure. I have. And the cure and harm three are not going to skip, so probably heal. I have no. I have harm three hundred percent, and I think I have heal two. Oh, you skipped cure. That's crazy. You skipped cure. I don't <laughs> think so. That's wild. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember. I yeah, it's so. Yeah, it's so diminished how, like, those heal spells, because, like, the trade-off for being able to cure the whole party with it is such a massive... It's like everybody gets, like, a bad heal potion. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, it's fucked up. So, yeah, that'd be a bummer if he did that. The, <laughs> the, uh, so, yeah, finishing off Black Magic, we have we also have Warp, and that returns one dungeon floor, so it moves you back up towards the exit, one one floor. Or down, whichever way you're going, depending on where you're at. And then slow two, and this lowers the offensive capability of one enemy just at a higher or, or a, a higher magnitude than the first installment of the spell. Jay, which one? One. I, I don't have two of them. I have fire three, absolutely, like 100%. And then I also have Bane, which is really cool when it works. Pretty cool. Um, warp. They still won't let me buy it. Like I, I can't buy it. My mm. red mage can't buy it. My my black mage can't buy it. I, I don't know what. what. The I, fuck. I've gone we back. We gotta Google that or something. Dude, we gotta I, Google that or something. I, I have yeah. googled it. Like I've gone back. I've leveled up, and like maybe I need to be higher, and just can't. You weren't able to find anything you know, on Google about it. Don't you know the answer? Nope. And then slow too. I like that. Just seems pointless to me. So I just have fire three and bane. Okay. Yeah. Keep it that way. Cause, like, don't you guys know the answer? I don't know. We we I talked don't. about this last time. We we knew we we had some rec- recollection of like significance to that spell specifically, uh, as far as who can get it, when they can get it, or something. But we 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 didn't know explicitly last time, and I certainly don't remember now. If, I mean, if if I'm not, can I, do you want me to say it? Yeah. yeah if I'm not mistaken, least, yeah. it's a it's a class change thing. Like the black oh, mage only, cannot okay. use that. The black wizard can. Ah, uh, okay. So really? I think I'm also. I can't remember. I'm I'm I have a red mage, and there's a spell that I can't get right now and I, I think I also am keeping a, a slot open until he becomes a wizard and then then I can get everything oh, man. word 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 I hope I didn't buy slow too just forgetting like hey this thing is like, yeah I'll just fill like, the I'm slot pr- yeah I'm like I that's not something I would put on my black mage because I'm like slow like I, I don't know I don't know that I would have bought that <laughs> <laughs> it probably actually Slow could be that could well. It's only one enemy though. That's kind of sucks. But or is it? I mean, who knows? It could affect the whole fucking party. Nobody knows. Right, <laughs> right that's true. That's very true. Uh, until you actually do it, there's no way to know for sure. The literature is not necessarily correct. Getting into townsfolk chatter for Melmond, we have a Walmart greeter up front, and he breaks it down for you on arrival. Or breaks this down for you on arrival. This town was invaded by the vampire. The clinic was destroyed, and the town was cursed. So he just fucking <laughs> just lays, lays, it out lays the whole you. deal. <laughs> like no details omitted. <laughs> a wise man on the southeast side of town gets explicit about objectives. He says, "Pass through the Titans Tunnel, then south to find Sarda the Sage." So there's no question there about what you should be doing in this in this region. There's another well here, but the same copy when you interact with it is, or as the earlier one in Provoca, I believe that is. So that's kind of a bummer that they didn't mix that up a little bit. Or even not even mix it up, just with the dialogue. But just like, if, if if they, I think we said this when we first found the Provoca Well. Like, if they're going to say that, 
there should be a well that has something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they're gonna yeah. if they're gonna <laughs> tease you with that shit. One of the wells should do something of significance. Give me some incentive, yeah. right? Right. Yeah, and I don't believe any of them. Do and it. I think none of the uh, none of the, did you guys check all of the gravestones in town? None of them. I did. I did like a little yeah. psychopath. I did check every one of them. None of them special. Yeah. That's well, it's like, come on. There's so many dead people. Give me one. <laughs> right, exactly. Give me Just one special man. one. Fucking, I don't know. King. What's the What's the king from the sword in the stone? What's what the fuck? Arthur. Uh, Arthur. Arthur. Yes, King <laughs> Arthur. Or say so something like that. You know. A dwarf by the wise man says some pretty weird shit. He says, "I am Jim. My home is the dwarf village, but I am here investigating." And, and, all right, Jim. That's to, to give you like, gives you, Thanks, like Jim. Jim is a weird name for a dwarf. I feel, and then there is no dwarf village that I've found in the first place. So I don't even know where he's talking about. What are you investigating? I don't know. So <laughs> it does kind of give this cool feel that, like you know, it's not just you stepping outside of these towns, though. Yeah, yeah. No, I like that for sure. I like that for sure. Just not enough context is given to really, really get a feel for what he's after here. <laughs> you know, like I am here investigating. Dot, dot, dot. What else? You know, like, what are you investigating? Nice to meet you, Jim. Yeah. Some more Titan action on the north side of town from some dude. He says, the Titan who lives in the tunnel eats gems. He loves rubies. Get ruby, RPG player. A dude in a robe says, everybody knows me. What? You've never heard of Dr. Yoon? (laughs) Which is about, I think it's about as prickish as something someone could say. You know, just like, by my measure, just like, what do you mean you don't know about me? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Thought of the PR team on this. I don't know. Right. There's another sage that says the Earth Cave is on the peninsula southwest of this town. So a little bit of geolocation action there. And then another cat says the vampire of the Earth Cave is still in the power of the Earth. We need your help. So these people are really fucked, basically. Guys, I, I got my, I put up my stats, taking a look at everything, and I can confirm my white mage has purchased level five spells, life, harm three, and heal two. I, I needed that heal two for like all my allies. That's the reason why yeah. I got that. Yeah, it's tough, dude. They don't they don't quantify it for you in the fucking literature. It's fucked. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, that's actually. Run what while we're fucking recording here. Do it. Do it. Run. I don't know. Find some way. I don't, do you need to? You have to be missing life in so, order for to actually get like to, a quantity. Right. Exactly. So yeah, you have to take some damage. It's gonna, a little bit of a long run science experiment, but you have to take a bunch of damage for each character and then do an actual heal spell on them to find out what the numbers. You know, get get a, a roundabout average number of, of how much it actually heals, and then compare that to what a cure three would do. You I, know? I can also look up the. <clears throat> I guess yeah, that's dumb. Yeah, we can just this is. This well, it says exists. it says tw- it says heal two does twenty four to forty eight points where uh, and cure three cure is probably three, hundreds 60, <laughs> four to one twenty eight. So it's definitely. You know, <laughs> that's not as bad as I expected. Like three times, a good three yeah. times as much. You know. Up to three times as much, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the the because I mean, there's a cure for two, right? Yeah, there, there's one more level of that. So 
you know, obviously late in the game when you have, you know, really high level people or characters and you're, you know, you're trying to do massive fucking heal uh, situations, especially in battle. You're using that cure four for bigger situations and like cure three becomes like your like last resort. I'm out of spells like this will just I'm just trying to fucking live to the end of this battle kind of thing. <laughs> And you know, cure two and cure one are borderline useless. So I noticed that too. It's that they don't punch really hard. Yeah. So it's it's that's when you'll really feel that difference, you know. But you know, otherwise, it probably won't be as big. If you get cure four, cure four, you'll be okay. So we at the direction of many of those times people. At the direction of many of those townspeople that we spoke to in Melmond, we are now heading off to the Earth Cave for our first foray into that. And when you walk in here, you are presented with six directional options to take, and I think that's a great tone-setting thing. Like, the, the, the shit just got deeper, RPG child. Like, good luck. <laughs> getting around in here. Like, there's, yeah, there's no... A lot of times in those early ones, you can kind of, like, you, you get, like, a, like you kind of just know where to go. It's just, like, I don't know, I don't know what... RP like just playing RPGs, whatever. There's just like like a little bit of a of a narrative direction given to you just by the layout of the place, but this is like totally random. Like mm. good luck. <laughs> shot. Yep. So if you're doing we do have the map of this in our uh the 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 maps that came with the game, so we can use that. And if you're doing your treasure roundup on that first level, you will find your first earth encounter collecting the 1975 gold in the North Hall room. And these are each one of the elemental caves have their own native elemental enemy that you will find in it. And they're usually pretty fucking bad about it for (laughs) where you're at in the game. And I would say these are very much that they're uh, as far as the sprite goes, they have, it's like a, it kind of looks like, I would call it like a dark troll look Mm -hmm. to them. It's just the torso from the, you know, from the waist up. And the head has a long flowing mane, and the, the color palette on this one is a yellow and orange. And the fire elemental that we will uh, encounter later is kind of the same sprite, just with a reskin. And then the wind and water elementals are more like tornadoes, so there's a little yeah. bit of variance to them. But we, we do have a palette swap with the fire and earth cave ones. So, yeah, these are big. They're they're four to a screen as far as the sprite size goes. Thankfully, you can't have more than four in that case as far as <laughs> what you could actually end up in a battle with, thank God. And their uh, statistical breakdown is 288 HP. The attack damage range goes from 66 to 132, so about a cure three, Jay. Figures. <laughs> <laughs> and they are vulnerable to fire and resistant to damn near everything else. And when you kill one, you get 1,536 XP and 768 gold, which is a, that XP is a hot come up, I think, for this stage of the game. Oh, yeah. F those guys. It's fire through time. Yeah, these dudes. Well, if, you, if, if you don't have that, you're just whacking them with falcons uh, and, and the dragon sword. <laughs> yeah, those, those so, yeah. earths are actually they're kind of tough. Uh, they're, t- they're tough cookies, even for me. And I'm yeah, like a little over leveled, and I have a fighter, so I can only imagine what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> not, not easy. But luckily, those in these instances, you only have the one, and with these on this level one stuff, uh, just going around getting the chest. So I, you know, I was like when I first. Got into a battle with one. I was like, "Oh fuck," <laughs> you know. But I was able, like, you know, they were not, they did not decimate me or anything, uh, you know, because they don't have. If, if you get them with anything else, they would probably they get a lot tougher for sure. See, just, and I'm sitting over here chilling because both my red mage and my black mage have fire three. So I'm like, "Bring it!" 
ready, ready for the earth cave. Ready <laughs> yeah. for the earth cave. The, there's, a, there's another one that guards a fucking pure potion, which is a real fuck you, <laughs> next to a 795 gold chest in the southeast room on the map. And then the souther room has a heal and another 800-ish gold. So not really much coming out of these uh, these chests, unfortunately. But you do them anyways. And then there's the hallway of the giants to the west if you want to do some serious gold grinding here. And the I did not have to because the frat bros have their daddies as trust funds. So we, I have no need for gold. I have like just astronomical amount of gold <laughs> right now. Like gold is like so far from a concern of mine that I wouldn't even think of going in there to do that that giant grind. It's not where like they're good for gold, but I wouldn't say they're it, it the, the proportions are not good if you're just trying to grind XP wise. I don't think with giants. I don't know if you feel differently about that, Jeb. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize we were on the fucking uh, giant. I was actually surprised to see the giant hallway. I thought it was somewhere else. I didn't think it was this early in the game. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. No, it's, yeah this this first level of the... And it's right there. Game. I think... You know what I did? And since I'm playing on like the sped up thing so I can level fast and blah, blah, blah. I, I ran through the hallway one time just to say that I did it. <laughs> that's fun so. and you know what actually if you, especially if you're playing sped up and, and if you don't have to worry if, you, if you're OP enough that you don't have to worry about the outcome of the battles just because of the frequency and dependability of what the enemies are going to be and how frequently you're going to have them mm. it's probably a very it's, it's very economical in that case because you're yeah you're literally there's no you don't have to pay any attention and it's just you know one after the other you know what I mean so yeah. that's kind of mm. Um, and if you like, you know, if you really wanted to use the system, you know, not like I'm using it right now, the the, the smart money is just to take one step in, get that fight, and, and then back out, and then right. always be one step away from just being able to leave again. Yeah, yeah. Did did you bump into this at all, Jay? The yeah. So <laughs> funny enough, so I came in there. Fought Earth, beat it in two silver hits, and I was like, two silver sword hits. And I'm like, all right, I'm feeling pretty sweet. And so, yeah, I actually ran into that freaking cave area and just, it was constantly, there was so much fighting. I was like, I'm not going to make it, you know? So I actually, like, I tried to go backwards, continuing to fight my way out, barely went back, leveled up, <laughs> cleared out the Mars cave. Hit level thirteen and then came back because I was like, I, I think I need to be stronger because this is just. Like, so, I, I but did you ever deal. with that hall of giants? Did you ever like intentionally grind in that hall? Like the well, what you described maybe isn't necessarily. Do you even? Yeah. Do you? Did know? you find? Yeah. Did you find that hall where literally every step yeah. was a battle with giants? Yeah, okay. that's what I'm All saying. Right. I, okay. I was like, because I knew where. Like in looking at this handbook, the explorer's handbook. Like, I knew it was there, like, looking at the map. And so I figured, all right, this is the place to go. And is I didn't it in there? Yeah. I didn't know that it was going to be freaking every single step. And that's why I was like, okay, let me try to backtrack and get up out of here and go. And I, when I came back level 13, I was able to actually do that. So it was, it was freaking crazy. I kind of went around the whole loop, like, <laughs> just, uh, yeah. just to do it. I forgot that it was that it was highlighted in the... In the Explorer's Handbook. Yeah, it, it was people. actually mentioned, yeah. <clears throat> Less trappy. Right. I, I thought it was uh, a strategy guide thing. I mean, it was still, like I said, it was still a surprise that it was every single freaking step. I was like, oh <laughs> yeah, my gosh, hold on now. Hold on now. <laughs> this, this is more than I expected. And do those, like I said, I didn't even go in there. Did the, 
is it just giants or do they have i feel like do they accompany with iguanas or something i want to say they're they're with i think it was just giants and just giants okay maybe wait is there another is there a multicolor type of giant as well a different color giant also no no it's yeah it's just uh i think there might be wizard giants later in the game not here though I feel yeah, like definitely. there may have been something else with him, but I want to say iguanas. Yeah, That's maybe so. Time. Something, something Purple. inferior. Yeah, <laughs> those freaking things. Yeah, we yeah, That's just a fun random thing they have in here. So the the actual stairwell you seek down to level two is the one at three o'clock on the spiral, mm-hmm. the, the 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 hallway you want to go down, and level two is a bunch of rooms on top of each other. Very little hallway action to them, and they add in some bats just for ambiance, which is nice. A lot of bats too. Yeah, <laughs> and the so we have a couple rooms here to, to pilfer as well. We have the room in the top right that has three hundred thirty gold, a cabin, and the coral sword, and this is thief enabled artillery as well. So let there be light, and it was a four damage five percent hit percentage increase over the falcon. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. So now I got two falcons, a dragon sword, and the coral sword, which is nice. Nice. And the Coral Sword will be very helpful later on if it works the way it's supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> so it, this one actually looks cool in battle animation too. It's a red blade, which is cool. And then another room has uh, five and a half grand in it and a wooden shield. And those are tended to by Earth in the southern room. Or an earth elemental, rather, in the southern room. And he's guarding the first tile inside the room. So you're hitting him coming and going, which is a little bit of an extra fuck you that you really can't even, you know, try to get around. <laughs> so interesting tactic. And the target stairwell you're after to level three is in the southeast corner. And the stairwell you come off of on three is in a place you can see a room you don't have direct access to. But definitely has some weird shit going on with the roof by the door. So that's a subtle video game design clue for that's where you should be going, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and you're working your way counterclockwise to that denoted room of destiny. And there's lots of rooms to peek into on the way through a similar room on the top of the map. Uh, it's, it's like it's kind of the it's kind of the same way as map two is, where there's no hallways and it's just rooms kind of that are like plunked down on top of each other. There's no hallways connecting them which is different than a lot of these dungeons are, I would say. And the first fucking one of these rooms has a, with, with treasure in it, has a fucking tent, and it's just like, why? <laughs> like, yeah, there's so many cases, you know, I mean, I guess it's almost the same thing as just like, it. they could have just as easily made it not empty and it had the same purpose and effect, I guess. But it's, you know, it, it probably has more purpose just to lure you away from the actual target of this place and to kind of wean you down with attrition you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but it is definitely like i would rather they be empty i guess is what i'm getting at (laughs) you know they're like a fucking tent which is just could not be more useless to you yeah that's a rough one um and of course the the entire point is to like it's crazy to think that you know that the the designers thought like this but i guess that's what they all do yeah the point is attrition like you're supposed to get there and be like fuck (laughs) <laughs> I just found a piece of cloth and a stick, like <laughs> yeah, of no benefit to me. I mean, this was definitely a stressful part, man. I was, I honestly was sitting here thinking, I don't know if I'm going to get out of here alive. Like, I, yeah. well, like, I, I think you said when we were texting that yeah, you, you were saying that you could get, you, you like where you were at, you were able to get to the vampire, but getting back out was was not. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was I was concerned, and I just naturally 
whenever I'm going into a hole or a cave or any kind of new place in this game now, I'm going to be stacked up with minimum 10 pures and 10 heals, maybe more than that. You know, probably need more than that. Yeah. Just naturally. Just go 99. Way. Yeah. Yeah. You're always better off. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I always, I mean, you know, I, you guys have seen the video of fucking (laughs) my my little, my little weight, the controller down system for the, for the cures. And yeah, I mean, you know, pures are of course more work. So I don't, I don't normally have 99, but I'm always working with at least, you know, around half that probably to, because yeah, it's just not. Especially with these dudes. I was going to say, like, you need that, but, like, really, at the end of the day, Jay, uh, pretty standard uh, Final Fantasy advice is, like, once you have the gold, just keep 99 of all. Yeah. Because you just never know. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, because you don't... That's going to get worse before it gets better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to get worse. And, like, when you really see yeah, when you really get into these, these more elaborate dungeons, caves, whatever the fuck you want to call them, it is, it is very much about just... How close to just walking out of a stay at the inn can I get these characters, or can I keep these characters full? Right before right. before I get to the boss of of this thing. So if you can, you know, if you can get out of a battle without dying, avoid at all costs using spell points. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like that's why you want those ninety nine. And then again, once you get, you know, once these characters have fucking six hundred HP, like. 30 a pop dude like those 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 potions do not scale <laughs> so, exactly. like, so 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 to keep yourself healed with without using spell points you're going to need a ma- and you will use them all i mean it's uh, later in the game you'll you know maybe not all of them but you'll you'll use fucking a lot of you'll use half of them on, wow. on a trip through and i through. And here i here i was thinking my 15 was like being a little excessive i'm like i, I need no. about that to go through no, no, right no. now maybe yes but as the game progresses no question you you know as as the hp scales but the healing of those or healing power of those does not you will need Ooh. more for sure all right so you know better safe than sorry as as Pappy would say, the there's 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 bats on this level too, but they're red, which is a cool touch, a nice change. The second room has a fucking heal potion in the same vein as the tent, <laughs> and then and then uh, there's one with thirty four hundred gold in it in the third room, and the fourth yeah. room just has just has a few bats. And shortly after that is a doorway guarded by a wizard group. At least for me, I I, I would find later that that wasn't the case every time, but there is like a. One of the doorways you walk through has like one of those auto battles on it, which in, in my case was wizards. And yes, they fucking took Connor out on my way to the vampire, so Connor died before I could mm. even get to the vampire, <laughs> which Damn. was fucking. <laughs> Connor really wanted to see that. Van- it's always been his lifelong dream to see a vampire too. Right. Yeah, and he didn't make it. So yeah, so you work your way all the way around this counterclockwise thing, basically, and you get to the vampire who is standing at an altar awaiting your arrival when you walk in that room, and he's right where, sure enough, where those little lines that are on the roof when you first walked onto this level, or down, this, or off the stairs, onto this level, into this level, right where those little lines were is where the vampire is, so they were not you know, giving you any misdirection there. And you walk up and speak to the vampire, and... He says, all living things were born to die. No one can defeat me, the vampire. And <laughs> my thought is, you're not even important enough to have a name, homie. <laughs> like, yeah, you're just the vampire. He's got a dark view on life, though, man. He, he does. He yeah. does. But as you would expect, you know, as you would expect. Right. That's... Yeah, I guess vampires are kind of like that. Yeah. Kind of a bummer, a little bit of a bummer. Yeah, those guys. I don't know. It depends. Sometimes it depends. Depends what. Depends who's telling the story. Bram Stoker, vampires, bummer. 
but Twilight vampires certainly... are actually kind of happy. Yeah, exactly. Some some stories vampires can, can get a little bit of a juxtaposition there. They kind of right. they kind of in, they, they they've I guess embraced their longevity and the you know the way they have to live their lives and they think it's kind of funny (laughs) (laughs) they're just they're making Uh, life handed them lemons of being a vampire and they're just making lemonade well they you know i think being a yeah uh essentially living forever or at least an incredibly long time of course devalues life a little bit you know just like Mm -hmm. the the value of life and i think that in turn you know as as something becomes devalued the more trivial it becomes and the more you can find humor in just the the simple fact of it (laughs) you know so i think i think that's where that probably stems from uh you know the storytelling of vampires anyhow the slick sprite uh for the vampire is pretty cool it's got a blue cape it's got red hair pale face the statistics weighed out at 156 HP, does 76 to 152 damage. They are vulnerable to fire attacks and also are undead, so you can kind of fucking really get into them if you got a full party like Jay does oh, yeah. with, with spell casting. And they can cast Dazzle, which is just a form of paralysis mm. uh, or a, a type of paralysis spell. I wonder if it's like and, more like, you know, if it works better. Right. And that's, you know, that's there are things like that. I don't know. You have you have to assume because there's no quantification of it in the lore or the wikis and stuff that the answer to that is no. Because you know they, those things, they've literally broke. They've literally cracked the game open and, right. and 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 looked at the numbers to get that stuff. So you have to assume that the answer to that is no. But it'd be cool if it did. I mean, it's cool enough that they just gave it a different name to give it like a little of its own vampire flavor significance, right? Yeah, and yeah, you don't see that anywhere else, do you? There's no da- dazzle, isn't. I cannot. Oh, that spell! I can't speak to that. I don't know. Yeah. It feels it, it feels unique to me. I, I don't. I can't think of another. Time. We'll find out, of right. course. But I, I think it might be unique. You'll see it when you the, encounter vampires as regular enemies. Spoiler, right, and spoiler you, alert. That, and you yeah, and you will. You know, and that's you know that's kind of interesting too. They've done that with a, I the wizards of that, of course. Yeah. Like these mini bosses that that become just things you bump into. Yeah, you find wizards actually in the Earth Cave, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, I told you I bumped into the fucking ones in that auto battle spot, and they wasted me. <laughs> that's, that's wasted, oh, there was that's an auto battle Connor. for him. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I, I was well. It, like I said, I don't think it's an auto battle for just wizards. Maybe, maybe I just happened to get lucky or, or unlucky, I should say, and and bump into my one random battle with them. But because I didn't encounter them at any other time, and I was walking through a doorway where you'll sometimes get auto battles. Yeah, you know, it could have been uh, a coincidence. I, Right, exactly. So I'm not sure. In any event, the vampire is worth 1,200 XP and 2,000 gold, which are nice numbers. And as far as my battle with the vampire goes, well, Jay, tell us about your experience with the vampire first. Always go Jay first. Um, well, first and foremost, let's all remember, he has 156 hit points, like... And he's vulnerable to fire. He was nothing to me. I hit him yeah. with a... I mean, <laughs> let, let me... But also at the same time, because I was struggling to get here, I didn't have a whole lot of health. So it was still concerning. But I did hit him with a couple of fire threes, harm three, and took him down. Yeah, that harm three lets you do some actual damage. Him being undead lets you do some actual damage with a white mage, which is nice. Yep. I, I love that. I, I love the fact that that white mage actually has a damage ability. You know, it's, it's great that he heals, but you know. Oh yeah, when me, when you find <laughs> yeah when you find like a circumstance where you can actually utilize your white mage's offensive abilities against weaponize weaponize you can weaponize your white <laughs> mage against the undead. Yeah, that's fucking that is nice because that's it a... it is suddenly becomes kind of like a black mage in a way 
and you you don't normally expect that. You don't normally get that from him, so that is nice. Yeah. My fucking my the red mage, as you as you well know, I'm sure, cannot have harm spells, which just breaks my heart. Yeah. But that's is a good balance meditation. for them because honestly they for would sure. get a little out of hand if you could. Right. Oh yeah, because then you could do that plus swing the silver sword like the red. And I could, I could cast OP. yeah I, I could cast fire three as much as I wanted, harm three as much as I wanted, and then also swing the silver sword, which is a bit excessive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So in my case, the mm-hmm. this dude dazzled Brad a couple of times, which I can understand given Brad's party attire. But uh, <laughs> even with even with Connor ass up, I dusted him in two turns. So yeah, it's still not terribly complicated. Yeah, mine was not hard, hard either. I, I think I actually might have killed him maybe maybe in one hit from my fighter. I'm not sure. Nice. It, it wasn't much more than one. I'll put it that way. Nice. Yeah. See, at least Just you. A minute. Yeah. You, so you made it probably out completely alive. Then I. Oh yeah, it was no problem. I did that, but then making it from there all the way out of this freaking place, yeah. only my fighter and black mage made it alive. Just trying yeah. to run and get out of there. That's kind of <laughs> you know what? Actually. I like that. Now that we talked about it and we've we've talked it out, Jab, I bet that is the exact decision, or or rather the uh, a heavy weight on the decision to make warp inaccessible to mm-hmm. the black mage and only is. the black wizard because this is all about. You know the the having to come in here and then come back out. That's the whole point of this fucker being in here and not because you know they a little bit of a spoiler, I guess. But the the later caves don't have this intermediary middle or the later elemental caverns don't have this intermediary mini boss thing going on. I was just so, gonna say like the the mini bosses in this early game are actually a little bit harder in some ways because you have to get back out. Right. Yeah, like the marsh cave, same thing. Like that, you have to get out. Kind of makes it a little tougher. Yep. So that's an interesting game design choice. Sorry, I cut you off there. I'm sure you were going to say that. No. The chest behind the vampire has the ruby, so you can cop that. It's time to do exactly what we just spoke about, head out. And that is unless you don't know any better and you go take a, you bother to go take the gander at the immovable slab behind him, blocking the route to the level below. And the, when you go do that, you get your little bit of dialogue. It says, there is a stone plate on the floor, dot, dot, dot. You sent something dot 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 evil. <laughs> I, I like how it's a question mark there. Like, what, what would you expect to sense? Having been through this entire game so far, this entire world as your characters, having been through this entire cave so far, you expect to find a birthday party under there? Right, <laughs> right. Like, no, it's yes, of course it's going to be more evil. Yeah, it's cute. Cute dialogue. Did you go back and check it, Jay, or did you just bail out of here? Oh, no, I definitely tried to check it, but yeah. yeah. Uh, even though it sucked because I knew that would mean more fighting. Right. Well, that's that, yeah, along the way. That that's like the the reason asking that question is much less about like do you want to explore that in, or 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 did you come out of that battle like I just okay I I, I hit a mile like when I like like I'm playing Resident Evil right now for uh, which by the way Jay holy fuck is it good uh, <laughs> which one are you playing whole, Re- Resident Evil Four is the is that they remastered it oh for, okay for the Atlas I've been meaning holy to play fuck yeah yeah oh, did you play them like, <laughs> when they were like regular games. Uh, I know. Well, you know, we played the first one. We might have played two on PlayStation, but I I didn't really. I I have not played any of those middle ones until I, I had zero. I had Resident Evil Zero on GameCube, but it was fucking broke. The second disc didn't work, which is I can't believe I didn't like go back to the store with that or something. Right. But, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I tried to play that one, didn't finish it, and then I didn't I didn't play another one until I played. Uh. 
what is it, seven Biohazard in VR okay. on, on on PlayStation Four. Oh, so yeah, yeah, I missed yeah. all those middle ones. So yeah, the story is totally new to me. Not that the story matters in those games, anyways. They're fucking. The stories are terrible. It's like intentionally terrible. <laughs> <laughs> They're good enough. Uh, I think I played one, two, three, and Code Veronica. I don't think I ever played four actually. Okay. It, oh my god, in VR, dude, it is fucking, there's a, the, the sniper rifle, oh my god, it's fucking incredible. Just like the whole, like all the guns you gotta like, they make you do all the dumb shit, man. They make you, you know, you gotta fucking grab the fucking thing out of your belt, you gotta pop it in the bottom of the fucking thing, you gotta okay. do the little cocking thing on the top of the gun, you know, or, or in the case of the sniper rifle, it's got a little uh, bolt action deal going on, so like, it's just, it it the the level of complexity with your mechanics is just really well done and i'm surprised it's not clunkier given how meticulous they expect you to you know do stuff and you know you have like you have your knife on your left breast so like if you want to grab your knife you just tap your right hand to your or i guess you probably do either hand to your left breast and you pull the knife out and like you know the fucking there's a you can quick draw a first aid spray off your shoulder and yeah the the bullets are all on your waistband you got to reach down and grab those fucking things and it's just it's so well fucking done hmm. um yeah i cannot it's so much fucking fun nice. what the fuck was my point why did i start talking about that no <laughs> undead <laughs> vampires resident evil it's all kind of runs together killing things back here and the- yeah i don't remember what it was I'm sure it was fucking compelling, compelling well, stuff. Well, we got out of the fucking. Did did Jay check the? Uh, did he check? Right, the, yeah. Then we got out. Uh, so yeah, going. Go. Oh yeah, sorry, that was it. So saving, yeah. So like, whenever the second I hit any milestone in Resident Evil Four, like even if like they're trying to tantalize me with you can go a little further and maybe this even looks safe to go a little further I'm like nope fuck you i played resident evil before i know what you're trying to do fuck you i'm going back to the typewriter <laughs> yeah you're not fucking me with that and yeah i actually had one last night where i took a chance and i almost got fucked i did not i didn't actually fuck me but i came very close to getting fucked because i i took a chance and didn't do it but yeah um, I'm, I'm very, I don't know. I've had an, I've been fucked enough times by these video games where I am always playing it very, very safe on that front. So, uh, I probably, if I was playing this for the first time, would not go check that stone slab. I would head straight out. <laughs> uh, I, I had to check, but you better believe I'm saving first. hundred percent. I'm saving. Oh, oh yeah. You're playing. Yeah. I, I didn't right, think about yeah, it. You're, you're playing yeah. safe states. I'm like, come yeah. on. Like, let's like, yeah, hundred percent. That That is the strategy. Like I'm going to, I'm going to go further for sure. But especially at this stage where I'm already like dying, you know, just battling through here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So yeah, on my way back out, jab question answered. I, I got a note. Yeah. So the, yeah, that you guys. I can't believe you guys. I guess it just maybe registered as this normal battle, but yeah, that same auto t- fight tile was populated by four green ogres on my way out. So I was like happy because it wasn't wizards, but it was an auto battle at that same exact tile. So again, unless that's just wild chance, that isn't. It, it's like I would say it's like a room or two down from the top left corner of that level. Uh, and this is just like a regular path out. You're saying. Y- yeah, the like you, you kind of have to this 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 third level you kind you're kind of going counterclockwise around the whole thing. You start right. at, at like six o'clock and you work your way counterclockwise to five o'clock, basically. So I would say yeah, like around maybe ten o'clock, the room you pass through the doorway for me was a battle on the same tile. Like 
yeah, where you, you know, just the one, it's one tile wide, the, the doorways, and it was a battle, an auto battle, and, and my weight coming in and going out. Oh, I didn't notice. I mean, I, I'm my fighter's so damn strong that right. maybe exactly. I don't notice I mean, this shit. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you could easily not, you know, it, it could just register as a normal battle, but. Again, because I, you know, I, maybe I'm I'm fucking weird too about how I'm like, you know, with, with this fucking treasure chest and stuff. Like I am always like, I don't know, really trying. I'm always trying to fucking see the matrix on these video games. Like exactly mm-hmm. what are they trying to do to me? <laughs> you know, I'm like, and I pay really close attention to that shit. So you work your way out of the Earth Cave. You now have the ruby in hand. So you've been instructed to then go to the Titan's Tunnel, and this is mostly just a gatekeeping plot point. I would say. It is, where is it in relation to the, the fucking Melmon? So it's like, I think, yeah, you go like, you, you head southwest and the Earth Cave is like kind of like after you wrap southwest, southeast, the Earth Cave is. And then I think if you keep going kind of to the west more is where the Titan Cave is. So you go in there and it's a small single floor map and it's kind of like this purplish color palette. And there are enemies in here, which I, I wasn't sure would be the case. I kind of actually expected it to be just the titan you know but there are enemies in here Mm -hmm. and there is a bottleneck just off the stairwell where a a big huge sprite of of the titan blocks and you can't get through them and you can actually see the stairwell behind him enticing you to try to get past him so if you speak to him he says if you want to pass give me the ruby and if you actually have it in hand he then says crunch 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 Mm, it tastes so sweet rubies are my favorite and jab when i type so I'm, I'm taking these notes on my phone, as I mentioned before. When I type three M's in my phone, I have a short key set that auto-converts it to that character sequence that is the shrug emoji guy angrily flipping the table that oh. I got from you. I got from you probably, I don't know, a decade ago. Yeah, very long time <laughs> ago. Those are fun. Uh, I recommend everybody pick them up. I don't know what they're called, but man, are they fun. Yeah. So yeah, I have three M's, turns into that. And then if I type three Q's, it's, the, it's just the actual shrug. So... Uh, I will often, sometimes texting people, I will send it so fast that the it doesn't have time to convert it, and I'll just it'll just say three cues, and people are like, "What the fuck's three cues? What the fuck does that mean?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. It's short key stuff. Uh, so you get in the the gym, and he just disappears after that. And there is a treasure room to pilfer to the south of of him. If you want to hit that up before you head out of here, and that has the great axe, a silver helmet. 10,070 uh, gold, which is all blech bullshit mm-hmm. at this stage of the game. And then just coming out of the cave, we find Sardis Cave. And this, uh, yeah, it's just a hop, skip, and jump south of the Titan Cave exit. And Sarda here has a room with nothing but a bunch of pottery in it, which is an interesting and seemingly wasteful map design choice. Like, there's nothing in there at all, that room to the top right. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. And then the Sage Sprite is in a big room that really doesn't look like bad digs for a person who lives in a cave i would say it's i got a fireplace a bed some tables and chairs and a little bit more pottery so he's taking the time to really decorate the place he's not just living in a hovel and you chat him up and he says use this rod behind the vampire's room hiding deep inside you will find the cause of the earth's rot segueing out of the narrative for a moment to talk bestiary annals and i guess jab 
sound like you're most prepared. Tell <laughs> t- tell me about your three. Okay. So, uh, well, actually, you know, I don't even really remember the, uh, what's the format here? I just uh, say the thing and then read what the, it's yeah, tell, yeah. entry. The, yeah, tell the thing about it and then, and, and, or tell us the thing, the name, tell us about why you picked it, wait, wait, tell us about the sprite, and then get into the statistics. <clears throat> right. So, first one I got here is Mummy. Uh... It's a pretty good-looking sprite. Uh, looks fairly mummy-ish. Uh, it's a little red mummy kind of squatted with some uh, tendrils of wrapping uh, coming off of it. Uh, they have 80 hit points, uh, 30 to 60 uh, attack power, which can also put you to sleep, uh, which is like, that can be a little sneaky against those things. Um, yeah. You're only asleep yeah, sl- for one turn, but it still fucks with you. Uh, are you sure that's a guarantee? Because I was gonna like that's the interesting thing about sleep is sleep is one of those spells that like you can't ever develop a resistance to it, mm-hmm. and it has the it has the same effect on you regardless of whether you are level one or level fifty. You know what I mean? It's right. so, like it's a it's a spell that scales well. You know, which is yeah. I mean, my, it was my understanding. Like, I know that your sleep spells only put the enemy to sleep for one turn, which can be useful. Um, but like, if if the mummy here like puts your fighter to sleep and starts wailing on your mages, then you can have kind of a problem. I did, I don't think I knew that that was a certainty either. It, it it might it might not be. I know you're thinking of paralyzed. Like, you can get paralyzed by like a geist or something, and that's it. Like, you can literally... I, I actually did die once uh, over by Marsh Cave. Sure. They just kept putting my shit to sleep and then doing, like, two damage. Oh. That would, I'll say that would be the worst part about the one-character party, or even two-character, any any lesser party. Like, yeah, the, the paralyzation thing, you know? And I was actually, like... I was in battles with, with some of those, like, almost... Yeah, I wasn't fucking not fighting. But, like, I was really watching to see if there was, like, a... You know, uh, some some sort of like governor <laughs> on the paralyzation uh, ability of enemies. Could they put all your all four characters to slip to into paralysis? Is kind of what I'm getting at here. Mm-hmm. And I was uh, kind of thinking that maybe they couldn't. That that one would always remain. It would be ineffective on the last one, so you never completely shut down. But not the case. All four can definitely get paralyzed. So right. I w- I was kind of bummed. So yeah, with only two characters, obviously twice as likely and. Ultra fucked. <laughs> I experienced that as well. Can't confirm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so the mummies, uh, not terribly, terribly hard, but uh, worth three hundred experience and three hundred gold. They are susceptible to fire and harm. So, uh, good little reward for not a super difficult battle, but you kind of got to watch your ass. Uh, then I picked giant because giant hallway. Uh, so I hope nobody else wanted to talk about that. <laughs> but uh, they've got like I don't love their sprite. I know why. No, their the, sprite is weird. It's I know why weird, the perspective man. is like that, you know. But uh, like it just it looks a little too busy. They look like fat, and I yeah yeah. You know, I want my giants to be like more muscular, I guess. Like what? Like is that a cape behind them? Like what is? I that? think that's a cape. But why is it also green? Why? Yeah. Why does a giant have a cape? I yeah, thought it was like know. a giant wing thing. I don't know. It's, mm. Yeah, it's weird. It's yeah. a weird sprite, I agree. Yeah, so not a great sprite, but, you know, it's a giant, so maybe they felt like they had to make it big and it just got too busy, and what are you going to do? It's fucking go time. The game's being produced, so fuck it. Um, <clears throat> 240 HP, uh, 38 to 76 attack power. They are worth, uh, as we mentioned before, quite a bit of uh, 
reward, 879 experience, 879 gold. And the last one uh, was just because I thought they were honestly the, the thing that surprised me the most was the earth, like we talked about. Um, oh, no, wait, I wasn't supposed to pick that. That's right. Uh, oops. Should have listened. <laughs> uh, I'll just switch right over to Geist. Uh, it's, like, <laughs> it's like the next, uh, the next like upgrade of the, uh, of the zombie sprite. It's like what I like about them, like they, they start to look like a little like, uh, like the, the, the sprite looks a little fuzzy. And it's, it almost gives like a, like a, like a mysterious quality to them. Like you can't really fully make Ethereal. it out. Ethereal. Yeah. Um, so they've got uh, those, are the, those are the yellow teal palette ones, right? Correct. Geist. Yeah, they have weird buggy eyes though. It looks like they're wearing those yeah. big goggles or something. I, I hate those, those eyes. Things. That's that's what I like <laughs> about, it, dude. Like it's it's cool because like the eyes are distinct, but everything else is like you can't really make out what your look is. It flesh? Is it clothing? Is it body part? Who knows? So yeah, very zombie like. Uh, they've got fifty six hit points. Uh, very low attack power, eight to sixteen. Uh, but they can stun you, and they're worthless experience in gold-wise, uh, 117 of each susceptible, as you might imagine zombies to be, to fire and harm. Yeah. And then I think there are another instance that, I mean, you know, obviously, Geiss are, uh, like, that's not nearly as common of a thing, but the zombie, you know, it's just an iteration of the zombie sprite. They don't. It's another instance where, like, I don't know, just like the common perception of that thing is not portrayed in the same way here. Like that's, it's cool and interesting, but it's not like, it doesn't read to me like the standard issue zombie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, of, of what mm-hmm. we normally perceive them to be or see them in, in media as portrayed as. So it's just, it's, you know, it's cool. Like I, it's not, not at all a negative that I'm suggesting. It's just, it's just surprisingly different because especially that one, like that's one that's just like, it's so entrenched as it's like the wizard. Like, you know, just everyone knows what a wizard looks like, and it doesn't matter what the fuck it's in. It's always the same roundabouts. And this, like, they, they in so many cases, deviate from that. And it's, it's kind of Yeah, cool. j- just having the different names for, like, the walking undead, essentially, is what we're talking about. Um, right. Just having the different names, just, like, it helps you role-play that a little bit in your head to, like, think of, think of it as something necessarily distinct from the last rather than just, like, a bunch of different fucking zombies, different colored zombies. Well, but this Geist, I mean, this is, that's sure for like Poltergeist, right? So I I think of this like with the, to me, this is like a flowy, like a flowy uh, jacket type of thing. It's like a more of like a ghost. You know what I mean? Like You're probably right, but I had never once thought that, Jay. Really? <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> that to me is what it was. I'm like, all right, we got a fo- we got a, like a floating poltergeist. Like that's what we got, like a ghost. Got it. Okay. Uh, so to me, I'm like, was... harm three. You're done. Okay. The only counterpoint I would offer, I I understand why you say that. I mean, the name is there, right? Uh, they can't necessarily fit in Poltergeist <laughs> into uh, the the restrictions they have. The only counterpoint I would offer is that I think the uh, the image and shadow sprites would be much more appropriate for a poltergeist. I probably agree, but then then that point is completely counter to the whole thing we just talked about how they don't really give a shit about what common perceptions of things mm. should be or are, you know, they're just kind of doing their own fucking thing. You know, they don't give right. a shit what you think. I'm right. It's what we say it looks like. Boom. Yeah. Right. I, I agree. I, I agree with all of the above. Right. I'm, I'm not saying I was right. I just offering it as a counterpoint. Yeah. We're, yeah. Uh, later, Jay later had... you get a specter. That's at the same Sprite. So there could be some logic to that. I don't know. There's subverting yeah. expectations, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> 
Jay, do you have you have you uh, arranged your materials now? Yeah. So speaking of uh, poltergeist and, and ghosts and such, we're gonna start out with the the freaking shadow. What about that uh, freaking shadow? So that freaking shadow. Um, <laughs> they are an enemy in Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> exists. Um, I had to look over my shoulder for a second. No. Um, <laughs> I, I picked it because it's one of those things that, again, as we talked about. I was excited to be able to use my white mage to fight these things. So anytime I saw them, mm. it, it was kind of a toss up between, okay, what, as I play this game, what situations am I learning? I need to try to run in and what situations is it better for me to just fight? Cause I can easily nuke things. And so when I saw all these shadows, it's like, all right, harm time, let's go. So they have, when you defeat them, you get 90 XP, uh, 45 gold. Um, they have 50 hit points and uh they are very i mean they have weakness to fire as well so that's kind of a nice point but initially it's just it's all about that harm are they the ones with the really weak damage because one of those shadow image one of those i think the the images are the second level ones right yeah uh yeah that they definitely have a different one yep yeah one of them has like a really pathetic attack damage range but i think they they dark you or something yeah, this yeah. one's only this one's ten to twenty, so I mean it's it's okay. not bad depending on the level you are. I'm looking at that one also. Uh, sorry to steal your fire here or your. Well, there's a pun there, I guess. Um, sorry to steal your thunder. <laughs> um, yes, the uh, the shadow does dark you. Okay. Very weak, but it does dark you. But that to me seems so random. Like that. That's also one of those things I don't understand. I it would happen to somebody in my party, and they would just kind of drop to one knee. And then just get up and fight a few turns later. It's like, is it just like they can't see? Do they drop the one knee when they're dark? Well, it looks like that. It looks like they kind of turn so. and, yeah. So I, I mean, it's a, a status effect, so I would imagine they drop. But uh, the 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 dirty little secret here is that I think dark is like harmless. Yeah, and that's that's what I mean. Like, like it just so you like get like, like a two percent reduction in your hit ability, and you're hitting like ninety percent of the time, anyways. So you wouldn't even notice right. the difference. Yeah. Word? Okay. Cool. So, next up is the bull. Mm. So, these bad boys, I mean, I... Which I roleplay as a minotaur, right? <laughs> and the zombull is like a zombie minotaur? Yep. That's how I'm picturing these things. Sorry. I can live with that. I can live with that. Yep. They they pretty pretty much show up frequently with them, you know, in the peninsula of power, which I'm so excited to find out about. Very helpful spot to encounter <laughs> yeah. these guys I can't really... The still bouncer's really still, hang. yeah. The bouncer's still keeping you out of there. Yeah, still kicking me out of that club for sure. <laughs> Dang, it's <laughs> a hot club. Uh, At least I mean, they, 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 they like you know, they see me go in, they let me get a drink. <laughs> you know, they let me, they let me check out a couple chicks and like think about hanging out, and they're like, they walk over, and they're like, Nah, man, come on. <laughs> I told you last week. I told you the week before that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like fucking get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> Oh man! So when you when you defeat these bulls, uh, you get 499 XP, which is pretty pretty stellar. Uh, 469 gold, which is also nice. Uh, they have 164 hit points, so you know decent, decently strong. Um, no no real weaknesses to speak of, uh, and they do 22 to 44 damage themselves. So they can they can do some work, but you know, not not particularly tough. Nothing you guys are worried about. 
Correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Correct. Um, and then lastly, we have the Red Bone. Um, mm-hmm. These guys will show up along with the other regular bones. Um, and again, anytime I can use, they're undead, so any, anytime I can use harm, I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, 378 XP when you defeat them. Oh, really? Also, same amount of gold. Yeah, yeah. The, the red ones are about about it. They're, they're fucking so. pretty lit, man. They, uh, they, I, I love their strike like too. Marsh they, cave, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things where you got to have your. I, at least I would have my fighter. Yeah, wow, it is. Pinpoint them first with with an attack, and then you know harm sure. on top of it or something. But they, yeah, they're, yeah. yeah the, the amount of damage or, or the amount of danger they present relative to the regular ones is significant. It's <laughs> up to fifty-two <laughs> damage, so that yeah, yeah they can hurt you. Yeah, they can yeah hurt especially you. the Marsh cave era. Word? I'm shocked that I, I can't believe we didn't have any overlaps at all. Because the really, I mean, I guess, like I said, we can pull from the previous, uh, previously encountered. Yeah, the pool will only get larger. Uh, <laughs> right, but th- there was not a ton of new entries for this particular era, at least by my measure. I mean, I guess that's somewhat subjective, but depending on where you go and what you do. But yep. in any event, the the first I went with was the Cactrice. Cactrice? And I like these because their sprite looks like a mashup of a Pegasus, which is a winged horse, if you need to brush up on your mythical animals, and an anteater. <laughs> it's just like a weird, again, just, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know what I, don't know what I th- like, Cactr- even with all my Dungeons & Dragons experience, uh, all like 1.25 real years of it in my life, <laughs> I, I still, I still, uh, I guess I've I've certainly played enough games like this where I maybe have some idea of what it looks, but that that is one that I just have no mental image of. So it's not like I'm expecting it to be anything or whatever. But like I'm guessing it's probably not exactly what those are normally those normally look like in a Dungeons and Dragons bestiary. You know what I mean? So. I don't know what like the corollary is. Like you know, if I get my monster manual out over there, I don't know what like it's a bird. Right. That's what I mean. It's definitely some sort of winged. So yeah. It's it's. it's like, I, I want to say. I want to say that the that Joust, the game Joust, the old school game Joust. Yeah. I think those, I think that's what these are. I'm pretty sure that's what these are, like a, like a bird, uh, kind of an ostrichy. I think they're kind of ostrichy is my best guess. But that is mm. is I'm just kind of working on very peri- the very periphery of my. Uh, recall of this topic. Well. <laughs> if any of the well. listeners have any knowledge about like where the inspiration yeah. of these came from, I'd like to know because those are actually some of my favorite enemies. And as, as I'm sure you're about to go into, or no wait, yeah, well, they're incredibly fucking dangerous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, they are, and in uh, yeah, they they in a less than forward way, I guess I would say, because uh, that's not you're not going to necessarily you can encounter them and not know it. Basically, you can mm-hmm. get to a fight with these and have no idea that this is possible. Yeah, like but, it's like yes. when you like pick up like it's like those fucking like pictures of like people who pick up like blue ring octopus like in the ocean right. and they're like, look at this right. cool thing I found. And you're like, you're about to die really badly. <laughs> <laughs> like that thing you can kill no you idea how close FI. you came. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good good uh, comparison. Yeah, so you first find these in the Earth Cave and they have fifty HP. The damage range is a pathetic one to two damage. So that's like kind of you encounter you might encounter them and like what these fucking what's so dangerous about that Josh right but they can turn your ass to stone and that sucks donkey dick at a precise rate of eight hundred gold per soft potion (laughs) if you have soft potions like exactly like oh I brought fifteen heal potions and fifteen pure potions I was like good luck buddy yeah (laughs) yeah. 
So yeah, they're resistant to quake magic, and that's pretty much it as far as their the, their weaknesses and and um, uh, resistances go. And they are worth really not how much they can derail your <laughs> your quest is not does not correlate well with the rewards for for battling them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do. I guess they they kind of come. They're, you know, they're they're smaller sprites, so you can get up to nine theoretically. You're probably never going to find nine, but you know, I would say they come in groups of like three, four, maybe five. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I guess grouped together, 186 XP and 200 gold can can mean something if you're able to blow through them. But yeah, I think given the well, how how much they can fuck you and how much gold, obviously, it's four cockatrices if you get one. Soft potion used, so you know it does not. The odds are are not in your favor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to, you, to that balancing out is a positive, you know. There's the balance sheet. There's fucking flocks of them in the ice cave, and uh, yeah, yeah, great. I'm still yeah. excited to see them though, just because they have such a weird, odd slash unique look. And they're a cool sprite. Yeah, I, I think yeah. we've talked about it before, but. You know, in some of the later Final Fantasies, I've seen such weird things. I'm like, where did the idea from this thing come from? So it's kind yeah. of fun to see that That's it started cool, yeah. from the beginning. You know, yeah. If you, yeah, if you, if you're a, there would be probably a lot of fun to be had for a lifelong uh, allegiance to Final Fantasy. If you've played a lot of them, and yeah, you have those roots in mind when you look at these sprites. That's probably a really cool nostalgia thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that I unfortunately cannot share in. My second one is the Sphinx, and this is just because I like Sphinxes. I think they're badass, and even down to the name having an X in it, which is probably the coolest letter in the alphabet, in my opinion. Don't don't at me on that. Their their sprite <laughs> their sprite looks more like a gargoyle though, with the head of an '80s metal band drummer than your traditional cat man mashup. That I feel like Sphinxes. You know, you think of like the Sphinx in Egypt uh, with the Great Pyramids. Like that's kind of what. The really traditional sphinxes, and I think this doesn't necessarily line up with that. It's more of like, yeah, like kind of like a gargoyle thing with green and uh, cream colored scheme. Like their wings are very gargoyle like, and yeah, I mean, I guess do, do sphinxes. Do I even think sphinxes? The sphinx in Shadowgate also does not have wings, so I don't even think I think of them as having wings. Hmm. So that's its own whatever. But I'm not super keen on my uh, sphinx knowledge, unfortunately. No, that's another one you need to brush up on. So. The first encounter with these is also the Earth Cave, and they have 228 HP. They do uh, 23 to 46 damage range, but it's a times three, so they have three attacks, and that can obviously uh, add up quite quickly. They are resistant to Quake, like most of the Earth Cave inhabitants are as well, and they interestingly have matching XP and gold numbers, 1160. And I think that was a, I think Jab you mentioned, or one of you mentioned another enemy that had the same thing, the exact same numbers. Giants have 879 each. Okay. Yeah, that's that's interesting. So the last one I chose was Wizard Ogres, and they are the most bought about of the ogre family tree. They look just like the others, but with a bluish gray and orange color scheme, and they are yet another Earth Cave first appearance, at least for me, and they have 144 HP, also a 23, 23 to 46 damage range, but only times one. And they know a fuck ton of magic, as you might assume. They have Ruse, Dark, Sleep, Hold, and Ice 2. And I feel like Ice 2 is the one they lean on the most. And they are resistant to Quake, uh, like all the other Earth enemies, of course. And they also have matching XP and gold numbers at 723. Brutal. That is our bestiary spin for this episode. And now we talk Tales of the Grind. Jay, tell us about your grind. So my grind has essentially <laughs> almost exclusively become the power of oh, the peninsula of power. You know, I, I feel like I kind of broke the game a little bit when I mentioned that. 
<laughs> I mean, right now, I mean, there's yeah. just no more efficient way to do it. Right. Yeah. I mean, before I was down there, unless you're on a, a high speed, like I said, I, th- I still think I think it would be better if you have it on fucking a mil- uh, times a million to be doing that giant haul thing. Maybe that's better. Maybe. But, yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm going normal speed right now, so I'm not even. I'm not doing anything crazy like that because before, yeah, I was down, I was grinding down by Elfland and the Castle of the Elf, so that whole forest area down there was pretty nice, and that's pretty much where I would stay. But yeah, ever since finding out about this peninsula, and now that we have <laughs> Mister Mister Man's Canal open and the world is open and available to us, I just sailed, you know, around the north side of that the landmass that we previously could not get around, and parked up there and I'm just hanging out there fighting zombies and bulls and going back and forth between there and uh provoca. So 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 essentially you are hanging out in the area that the peninsula of power uh is kind of like uh <laughs> what's the fucking word like trying to like leech off of. <laughs> Pretty much. I got my boat yeah. parked right in the <laughs> right in that port there at the bottom of it. Word. Word. That's funny. So yeah, I so, mean, I can. Oh yeah, there is a port just, right there. I forgot. That's one oh, of those ports yeah. that we would never use, like as kids. Why would we yeah, go there? Yeah, and that's exactly why I did use it because I recall you guys making comments like that. I'm like, oh, I walked all over. Why didn't I use the boat? So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna sail around there. Right. And that, that's what I'm gonna do. Word, word. Jim. Yeah, I'm sorry to say, mine is the same. Uh, I pretty much just hung out at the Peninsula of Power. Until I hit like level 20, I think. I think my update to you was at 21. I think I might have leveled up in the cave. Yeah, I just, I, I, I didn't, I, I, I don't know what to do. What's going to happen is I'm just going to end up playing the whole game, never actually settling, settling on any one thing. But I, I don't know what to do to make this like a little bit more challenging for myself. I'm going to save before I go into dungeons and try to do them all in one go. You know, so that I actually do have to put a little skin in the game so to say but sure. um even i leveled to like level 20 and i was like oh go give the earth cave a shot and i just fucking blew right through it so <laughs> even trying well, not to 20? over level Dude, yeah that's nuts i thought yeah I but i've only got two fucking guys man that's true um so <laughs> i i hoped that i wouldn't be like terribly over leveled but i kind of was so i didn't do a lot of grinding but the grinding that i did do was at the peninsula of power yeah, I so yeah, you're I mean, not allowed I, I to that club. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I mentioned before I didn't even know what it was. To, I, well, I thought it was something completely different. So you know, I, had, I we got off that recording last time, and I looked it up, and yeah, went over there, and yeah, it just yeah, not even kind of able to hang out there. They did like you know, it's you're not getting that troll zombie action every time. You know, no. the, there's a little bit of and that's kind of that's that's kind of what I I'm saying about the the Hall of Giants. For you, Jab, if you're on fucking high speed, because you just—it's just you're not—you get other dumb shit there that is is not nearly as efficient. Right, you get some frost wolves and like you just kind of fuck yourself right. a little bit. Right. So yeah, so I was able to like, I, you know, I was able to kind of hang out there and like get kind of those periphery enemies that are still a little bit difficult, but not quite waste your ass in, in a couple of turn troll zombie fights. So, but I did a little bit of action. Sorry to interrupt. I, I keep doing that, yeah. but you personally have to like. You got to do it the old school way. You got to like tent. So you're you're loading up on tents. Uh, 
cabins and because like gold is not an issue. So if yeah, if I want to, if I if I yeah, if I really wanted to do that, I would do yeah, I would do get cabins and houses and go up there and 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 really fucking just park yeah. outside the cave, just well, on the peninsula. Basically, get through one of them, save, right, and then because oh, you yeah. can't just like try again. You could die right. and then you lose all that shit. Right. Yep. You role yeah, play it right. as like your your uh, thieves have like their like hideaway up there. Because yeah. <laughs> you, you build a thousand it. cabins, that's basically your house, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't make it to Baroka from there without dying. Well, you know, the thing, I mean, again, with grinding, you're just talking about efficiency, like how fast can I get this done kind of thing. And yeah, yeah I mean, it would be yeah. highly inefficient to, which is, I mean, what I was doing also, I, there, there was, yeah, I was, would go back to Provoca quite a bit as well. <laughs> but, but, Got but, it. That makes sense, yeah. I guess, because I don't really go back there until I've either gotten everybody a brand new level and I just want to save it or right. until I'm at the point where I'm almost out of magic and almost dead, you know, then it's like, all right, now. No, he can make it back to Provoca, no problem. The problem is he can't necessarily make it out of these battles. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so I had to get more creative with my grinding, and I did my 13 to 14 grind outside of Melmond before okay. setting out to vanquish the vampire at 14, and then... I was able to hit 15 kind of just via natural progression while completing that task, mm. uh, except for the slain Connor, of course. But I fortunately was not too far behind with, with he, and I was able to go get uh, basically bounce him up to 15. And 15 is where I polished off the, the rest of the Earth Cave. So let's talk about that experience for all three of us. <laughs> Turning to the Earth Cave, you buzz down straight to the third floor to head back out of the Vampire's Goth Club, as Lorik Disciple John Mettler put it on the Facebook page, <laughs> which I thought was was pretty fun. And he, you got that slab you got to deal with, so you bust out your rod. Har har, the plate shatters, revealing a stairway. And level four is the most sprawling floor map of the bunch. More of the room-on-room room thing kind of layout that you see in two and three. And there is a treasure room just north of the start. There's upwards of 10 Gs in that baby, if gold means anything to you, and a wooden staff, which is a funny juxtaposition. <laughs> and then we have two double Sphinx fights blocking the chess. So we have Sphinx uh, auto battles there. And then there's another treasure room in the southwest corner luring you away from the stairwell you want in the northwest. <laughs> and that one that one has a cabin, a silver shield, and 1,250 gold. I guess the silver shield is probably appealing uh, for people who can use shields. <laughs> <laughs> Just hang on to it. Your ninjas can use it. I think I did. I think I actually did keep that there one as go. well, yeah. And there's nothing to do on level five after you go get hit that northwest stairwell, but head to the soul room. And you walk into this room, and it's filled with, are those stalactites or stalagmites, Jay? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's 50-50 chance. Uh, we're <laughs> the listeners, there's like geography nerds listening. They're like, I know what you fucking idiot. Well, we had a whole, basically a whole yeah. episode on this. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, at one point. I don't know the difference myself. So mites, I think mites are coming up from the bottom and tights are coming from the ceiling. That's, that, that is, that recall, is correct. That that's is, how they teach it in geog- geography school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because of that episode. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's, there's also a red orb blocking the path through the stalagmites to an altar. 
and you walk up to that orb, and it says, The fiend's ball cracks open. An ominous cloud arises, or rises, rather, and an evil shape congeals, which is a hell of a word, I think. Good word. Yeah. And it is Lich, the fiend of Earth. And boom. We are in a battle with Lich. And Lich is, the sprite is fucking awesome. It's, I mean, all, one of my favorite sprites, dude. Yeah, in the game, for sure. It's but, so I mean, cool. They're all cool. All the element, uh, or not elementals, but the all the... I guess elemental bosses have really cool sprites, but yeah, I think this one is probably my favorite as well. So it's a, it's a it's a horned, crown wearing skeleton in a whirlwind, a tornado, and it, it reminds me a lot of Garfield Halloween special, the pirates when they bust mm-hmm. open the fucking <laughs> the floor <laughs> oh my God. for the chest, which is that's that's my favorite Garfield. I mean, I love all the Garfield Halloween specials, but Halloween is hands down my favorite for sure, and. Um, that's what I think of when I see that dude. And it it rolls with 400 HP. It does 40 to 80 damage. It has a fuck ton of spells. Ice 2, Sleep 2, Fast, Lit 2, Hold, Fire 2, Slow, Sleep. And it is undead, at least, so it's weak to fire and harm. If you have those things, the frat bros don't, of course, to beat a dead horse about their futility. <laughs> and uh, I guess, Jay, talk to us about your first experience with Lich. I mean, I uh, <laughs> I took him down. You know, it was not so first try. Yeah, first try. I mean, right. knowing how tough it was to come out of here the first time, I, I definitely you know beefed up a bit and came out here. But even though I expected to save my you know most powerful spells, most powerful everything for this guy, I still I beat him, but still only made it out with my fighter and white mage alive. So oh, nice. I, I did it, but it was not, <laughs> I, I finished and I think I finished at level 14. So okay. I was a little, little less experienced well, than you guys. That's probably right. If you have a real party, you know, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if two of your people died during the fight, that sounds about right. Yeah. You know, as far as what the game intended. Right. Yeah. Balance wise. Right. Yeah. With the really uh, sucks that you missed out on that uh, boss experience for those two characters though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's definitely a, an imbalance to my XP at this point, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the spoils for beating him are 2,200 XP and 3,000 gold. So 2,200 XP is a nice nice chunk of change as far as that goes. Man, I remember, Josh, uh, I used to so I'd take Final Fantasy to Vermilion or Huron or wherever I was staying for my weekends when we were younger. And you would task me with not only leveling up, and probably some tertiary task like, you know, maintaining the 99 potions of each. But you would task me not only with leveling up, but you would task me with leveling up equally. <laughs> so, like, I remember sitting in this, like, shitty little apartment in Huron, Ohio. Uh, I can picture I can picture it so clearly. Oh, Corbin's pissed. And I, I was fighting, uh, I think, gas dragons in the uh, Mirage <laughs> Tower. And I died, and I was like, oh, got to reset. And, like, you know, fucking reset. And, st- like, you lose all that experience, and you start again. Huge inconvenience being imbalanced, you know. And also yeah, that's just- a clap. Classic boss move, too. Just, like, do this task that's helpful, but do it in a useless way. <laughs> First we we have some internal out. reasons. They're over your head. You don't need to know about it. <laughs> you need to know basis. You do not need to know. <laughs> that's fucking great. 
Tales of the Grind from when I was from 1990. <laughs> circa 1990. Tales of the Grind, circa 1990. Yeah, I don't remember that, but I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something I would do. Uh, that's fun. Well, I'm guessing you dusted Lich off pretty pretty easily. Who, me? Oh, yeah. yeah. He didn't stand a chance. He cracked out of that ball, and I cracked him right back in. Yeah. Yeah, he de- I mean, the, he fucking, you know, he he uses the, he's very reliant on the magic. He does not shy away from using that shit. So I was, uh, as far as my experience, Brad went ass up, on, and everybody else was in single or double-digit situation. By the Holy time, shit. bad by the time I got to the end, but I toppled this fucker on the first try, nonetheless. Nice. I was very, very excited. What is your max HP again for your guys? Like ish? Um, let's see my. I know maybe this like some. Oh, it's not on there. I don't have the fucking status that on the status update. What the fuck's going on? Here? I think we talked about that not being part of the status being really stupid. Yeah. Uh, I want to say mid two hundreds, like the um, t- between like around between two thirty something and two fifty something, maybe. That's what I'm okay. guessing at level fifty. I had this like I mentioned, even with the Falcons and those other weapons, uh, I had the same problem as I had with Astos. I had a lot of single digit damage attacks, and I'm just praying for crits. Essentially, is how is how Ugh. I get through that battle, and it got just enough of them, obviously, given the where I was at HP wise. So yeah, the yeah, that'd be a, a pain to fucking schlep back to too. Yeah, <sighs> fucking awful, man. Awful, 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 awful. But you got lucky this time, so don't bitch about it next time. <laughs> <laughs> You fucking, you entitled, you entitled fucking dickhead. First try, you got a killer party, dude. Yeah, Yeah, it could have went worse, I suppose. So, this fucker dies, you come out of the battle, you step on the altar behind the orb, and a great Is there no uh, text prompt? No, no, yeah, no, I would not, no, I would have wrote it down. Yep, yeah, you, you, you walk out of there, and do, do you have one? No, I, yeah. I just, I couldn't remember. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, you walk out of it, because it has, like, the whole visual thing, basically. So you walk out of that battle, and then you you step on the altar behind the orb, and there's this gray field thing that comes, like, passes over your sprite from going from the bottom right of the screen to the top left, and then you can step on whatever you would call that sprite behind it to be transported outside. Altar, and, let's go. Yeah, and then now that you've done that, the bottom right orb on your status screen is lit up a blue, like a sky blue color, and you have knocked off one of the elementals in Final Fantasy, and that is going to be our stopping point for this this episode. So let us talk about status updates. Jay, talk to us about your status update. So, <laughs> I guess at this point, Doom. Doom, Doom yes, Doom. <laughs> Doom is the man. He is right now at level sixteen. Um, he has forty nine thousand six hundred twenty one XP, strength seven, agility seventeen, intelligence thirty five, vitality eight, luck seventeen. Uh, his damage is fourteen, hit percentage thirty five, absorb is sixteen, and evade percent sixty three. Okay, Jab, talk to us about Jab. Uh, so he, <laughs> I was born in 1984. I actually, <laughs> I actually, funny story. I don't know where I was born. Uh, I, I told my mom I was born at the hospital in Amherst once and she was like, there's no hospital in Amherst. And I was like, where was I born? And then she didn't answer me. And then life just kind of went on and then she died. So there goes that info. And yeah, I had to, do, I had to do something 
and I needed a birth certificate, well, I don't have access to any of those documents anymore. So I went and got a new document, and I was like, as I was getting it, like I went to the office, I filled the thing out, and I was like, oh, I'll actually finally find out what city I was born in. And <laughs> I, I got my new birth certificate, and it just said Ohio. <laughs> so I still like think about like that. Like, think about what that means for the '80s. Like you could be born in the '80s and literally not know where you were born. Yeah, that's like some that's like funny. old time. It doesn't shit. have the hospital. It doesn't have the. It says Ohio. That's crazy. Wow. No fucking clue where I was born. It's supposed to say yeah the exact hospital you were born. No clue. So mm. that's uh, my status update. No, my status update is actually Jab is level 21. He has 499 hit points. And let me get to a different screen here because you don't get that info on the one screen. Uh, he has 127,138 experience. <laughs> uh, 40 strength, 24 agility, 8 intelligence, not the brightest bulb. Uh, 25 vitality, 19 luck. He's swinging 43 damage. 85% hit, 51 absorb, and 39 evade. Yeah, you can pretty much beat the game with only a fighter. Do you ever miss 85? I, it wouldn't, it wouldn't even occur to me. It's double one of these dudes that I got going here. <laughs> Shouldn't they all be roughly the same? Uh, they are. Uh, I'll get into them here. Well, tell us we'll about Todd. Of, yeah, I'll say we'll speak of Todd specifically. He is at level 15. He has 45,529 experience. Strength is 18, agility 23, intelligence 14, vitality 12, luck 29. Hey, look at him. Yeah, cool. damage is 28, hit percentage is 48, absorb is 17, evade is 68. So, okay. Yeah. He has certain advantages over Jab. Don't, don't poo-poo Todd. He can run. He can fucking <laughs> he run. Can run away. <laughs> he can fucking run with the best of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Word. So that's where our boys all stand. The well, coming out of here, we are going to we're going to talk. I mean, I, I guess it just kind of makes sense. We'll we'll be doing the next. I think the, from here on out, we're essentially just going to the next elemental. Um, There's a couple of stop offs though, like ordeal. yeah. I mean, we have we have the ice cave, I believe, for the ice cave ordeal. Yeah, we have the ice cave before this fucker, before the water deal. I think, oh, I, I, maybe, I mean, I, we can cut this if we really want, but I think I'm going to, at this point, I think I'm just, I'm going to go off script. Like, I'm not going to follow the, the standard path. Well, you know what? Path. It, it's, it's worth mentioning now, too, that we, before we get, well, no, the, we have the fire one is the next one. What the hell am I talking about? Yeah, fire uh, is the next one. So, thing. yeah, we, so we don't. So, never mind. I was going to say that we extinguish or exhaust the explorer's handbook here but we don't actually until the it'll be after the next one so you i think the 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 very technically next thing we have to do i guess is just fire right i thought it was ice cave but i might do ice cave i'm going to go off script okay i'm i'm since jay's already aware of the class change i'm going to go for the class change as early as possible and that's right now as soon as you get out of the Earth Cave, you open up the access to an item that you need in Crescent Lake. Which, actually, I went to Crescent Lake and bought some shit. Uh, I'd loaded up on any equipment that they had there. Um, but, yeah, when you get out of the Earth Cave, you can go to Crescent Lake and get an item that you need that will allow for dominoes to fall for you to get the class change. And I'm going to do that. 
probably and that's an undertaking for sure. Yeah, I mean maybe unless you don't want me to do that so that I can like stay on the same No, 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 not at all. I mean I mean I'm thinking actually maybe the the stopping point being the fire elemental is not not the way to to word. I think I think maybe you might want see here's the thing it's either stopping either carry is the stopping point or essentially the airship right yeah and, and the thing is stopping with the the with carry there's nothing that's nothing yeah it doesn't really do a whole lot yeah Spoiler it's crescent alert, lake it's just kind of like lich again right well well i'm oh, i'm just saying like as far as like actual just stopping data points you know are, are, uh, all there is is crescent lake and then the volcano you know what i mean there's nothing else, so it would be a very short episode. Is kind of what I'm getting. At. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it definitely can be Crescent Lake. That's literally what I, what, I, what I did next. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. What? So. Uh, I so maybe. So maybe say. Sounds like. Well, well, exactly. Yeah, I wanted, wanted to say the airship, and and does that, and should that include the class change or no? Okay, so if you got the airship, that means that you got to do Bahamut and the Castle of Ordeals, which is that would honestly probably be a lot. It would be right. either one really long episode or two like regular sized episodes. Okay, so we'll save the class change stuff for the following episode. So yeah, we'll just stop at getting the airship, and that will I think uh, kind of put a nice bow on this explorer's handbook, and then we can talk about at the end of this next episode whether we want to or how we want to. I guess there's really you can't say no. We have to we have to introduce it and start using it because uh, it's such an integral part of this game, I think, and this game's experience. Mm. So just how we want to integrate the the strategy guide into mm. our little situation and maybe even talk about doing another just mag episode that's not game dependent, oh, you know, yeah. or or some sort of hybrid of like a, another mag app that gets with a little bit of gameplay maybe or something, you know, maybe maybe just could be Magup, maybe, and uh, Castle of Ordeals. Right. Because after, after Castle, you do the sea, and you may do the waterfall. I can't. You know, it's funny. These, these, some of these words kind of have mean nothing to me that you're saying to me. So <laughs> I'm, kind of, I'm kind, of, kind of excited about feeling a uh, new, you know. Not, I'm sure it will be familiar once I get there, but the actual, like, I don't, I'm not just doing it rote from memory. That would right. be kind of fun. Okay. So that's yeah, how that will go. We'll talk. So we, yeah. So we'll, so we'll go through the airship or through obtaining the airship rather on the next episode. And you can subscribe to the pod on the platform, provided whatever dumbest company that serves up your pottery. You can uh, also, or rather, please rate and leave positive shit for the pod on whatever platform you do listen to. If you enjoy our nonsense, the website is nyhentertainment.com forward slash ISOH pod. You can email us directly at ISOH podcast at gmail.com. You can follow the pod and banter with us on the Facebook page, the Instagram, the subreddit, and talk shit to us about our gameplay videos on the YouTube. The links to all those will be in the show notes. You or whether we don't have a Patreon, but if you'd like giving money to things podcasters tell you to and would like to do so at our direction, the Able Gamers Foundation creates custom gaming rigs for gamers with disabilities, and that is cool as fuck. AbleGamers.org is where you can find them. There are t-shirts on the website. They're dope and proceeds on those. After pot expenses, go to Able Gamers. Jab, what's your socials? No way. None. Ever. <laughs> Jay? <laughs> Gentleman JB without the second knee. That's my gamer tag and where you can find me everywhere. Jab, have you ever looked at the instagram i i, I literally this is going to sound funny <clears throat> i literally don't speak instagram like <laughs> when when it like my friends will like send me like an instagram like screenshot or something that is like i don't know they think it's relevant or fun for some reason 
I have a hard time processing which order to read like the information in. Like I, I when I get an Instagram screenshot, I don't know what I'm looking at. So when, no. we, when we get off here, go to yeah, a web browser, be it on your laptop or your phone, type in Instagram.com forward slash ISOH pod, and it will take you to the Instagram and look at the description of the podcast. I think it's funny. And I think you should know that it exists. Yeah, let's start <laughs> heading there now. Let's see if we can get my reaction on air. <laughs> All right. My socials are uh, on, on Twitter. I am at Josh Fawn. On Instagram, I am my shift key is broke. And my Oculus tag is my shift key is broke also. And I haven't got around to turning my Xbox on uh, again since the last time we spoke of this, Jay. But I'm going to change my tag on there to my shift key is broke also. I guess if I ever play Xbox again, which is unlikely, really, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, Jab, what, what do you think about that? Uh, so I just got here. <clears throat> what I'm looking at the top. See, I actually don't even know how to read the description. Okay. Uh, gentleman JB, my shift key is broke and no user. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's me <laughs> if, you, if you guys want to contact me you can write me a fucking letter and email it to my house you cannot have my address though yeah don't we all know that okay bye bye bye